for tuning in to another episode of God-Sized Stories. This is your host, Patricia Holbrook. Today, I have a very interesting conversation to share with you, and I would call your children, your young children, to listen to this episode. It's pretty cool. I talked to William Daniel. William Daniel is a seventh grader. He is a World War II enthusiast and a competitive gymnast, and he likes to build airplanes and wants to be a pilot someday. He has an older sister, and he has a twin sister, and he is also the son of a good friend, Blythe Daniels, who is a literary agent for several Christian authors. Well, William wrote a book just following the footsteps after his mom and his grandmother and an uncle and his bigger sister. And he wrote a joke book. It's called You're Joking Me. His book was published by Revell in 2022. And it is a collection of more than 450 puns, riddles, one-liners, knock-knock jokes that are sure to have your kids and you laughing up a storm. William is a great example that it's never too early to start doing something to make a difference in people's lives. William is giving a copy of his book to one of my followers. All you have to do is just share this episode on social media and tag me for a chance to win a copy of You Are Joking. My tags are all in the show notes. Well, enjoy my conversation with William Daniel. Good to be here today talking to William Danny. William Danny is, uh, is a son, the son of uh, Blythe Daniel. She's a, a friend. I love her dearly. And so I'm so excited to talk to William. He comes from a long line of, of writers, right? I mean, it's incredible. You have your mom and your grandmother are authors, your uncle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, now you and then I just saw that your sister now also signed a book deal. She did, yeah. Um, her book is already on Amazon, um, which is good. Um, you can't pre-order it currently, but it does it does show it. So that's so cool, William. And so you really had no way to escape from this. You were going to be a writer. I just have to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have one of my daughters, one of uh, my oldest daughters. She is an excellent writer, and I keep telling her you need to write. So I'm gonna, she's gonna watch your interview and maybe be inspired. So, uh, well, I want to just introduce you first to my audience. William Daniel is his uh, sixth grader. He loves the World War II histories, and he calls himself a World War II enthusiast. You should be best friends with my husband. He loves World War. We have watched all documentaries that you can imagine. He is also a competitive gymnast, level five, almost gymnast now. He builds model airplanes and he wants to be a pilot someday. And he has an older sister, Maris. Is it Maris that just is publishing a book? Uh, Maris, she, you know, she's not actually interested in writing. Um, oh, so it is, it's your twin sister. My twin sister, yes. Kaylin, she's the one. Did I mm-hmm. pronounce her name correctly? Yes, Kaylin. Kaylin. And she, uh, and you are 
younger by four minutes. Correct. Yes. You are the baby. Pretty much. But that title goes to our dog. (laughs) I hear you. I have two dogs and the, the, the title does go to them as well. So I understand that. And he enjoys, as you guys can imagine, he enjoys making people laugh. His book is called You Are Joking Me. And it is a book of jokes for kids. I have to say this to you, William. Um, I was reading through your jokes and I was like, did you really came up with them yourself? I did. I came up with all of them. Um, Some of them you may have heard before, but you know, as you may expect, there's only so many jokes I can go around. But yes, most of them, um, from what I've heard from people, they've never heard them before. That is so cool. Well, let me ask you, how how did you come up with the idea of writing a book? Well, you see, it started in quarantine, um, you know, in COVID times, early COVID times, um, I would just sit there and think of jokes because previously in first and second grade I would think of jokes and then I would tell them to people and although they aren't as good as they are now I loved it and I love making people laugh like you said Um, it, it was a joy to me so quarantine came around we were all sitting at home bored um and my mom's like you know I think you have what it takes to become an author and so what she did is she, uh, you know, created a book my proposal as my agent, and she sent it off. And several, actually, several publishers um, asked if I could be one of their offers. Authors, I'm sorry, um, which I am really, really grateful for. And I realize that it's, you know, it's not every day that, you know, publishers will go after you. Um, no. But of course, Especially you know, we landed. Yeah, uh, we landed on Ravel, and from there, I've just been writing, writing jokes, and doing marketing. So that is so incredible. And you are right. You know, I'm I'm a published author, and it is not easy to get published. It's very, you know, many many people write books, right? And your mom, she's an, a literary agent. And she can tell you that, I mean, even if you have a great idea for a book, that doesn't mean it's going to pick up the idea, the the interest of a publisher. And why do you think that your book became like, like so many publishers became interested in it? Why, Why do you think the market is like needed your book? You see, publishers are looking for something unique. If they already have a book like that, um, then they're going to say, yeah, no. Um, Although the thing with Ravel is that they were looking for another line of joke books after Rob Elliott's. And so um, when I, you know, saw my book proposal um, and they immediately thought, okay, it's being written by a kid. This is something that's good for marketing because people are going to see are going to want to read a book, you know, written by a kid. And so I think just me being unique and publishing at such a young age is how so many or how quite a few publishers kind of, you know, wanted me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that every parent out there, you know, one of the things that you want, you 
you want to instill in your child the desire to read. So I know I have two girls, they are grown now, but I remember when they were little, I was always looking for good books because we know and you know, uh, because you have a love for reading, but a lot of kids don't have a love for reading. And reading is so important, right? As it makes your vocabulary grow, you become more mature, more ready for life as you grow up. And so uh, to have a book that you can pick up at, at a bookstore for your child, that is not only going to make them like read something that they are going to enjoy, uh, it's clean entertainment, which is not yes. something that's very common, right? So exactly. we have a lot of jo uh, jokes out there, but they a lot of inappropriate jokes, right? So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that, William, the importance that you see, um, because I'm sure that you know kids out there who they have jokes, but they are dirty jokes and stuff. So tell me how your book is being received by other kids that you know and are they like relieved to see something that they can repeat even for their to their grandparents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I notice a lot at my school um, in seventh grade that when other people are around me that tend to share um, inappropriate jokes, um, whenever they're around me, they know that I'm I'm the author of a joke book. They tend to be quiet if that makes sense you know, yes. know that I'm kind of I'm kind of the person who makes jokes here um and I'm you know I and they they pretty much know that I do support clean humor and all that mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. yeah yeah that that's that's great and I, I will tell you that I'm thankful for you you know because like again like I said being the mom of, you know, my kids are not as little anymore, but there's just so much, so much thing, so many things out there. And even young people that are putting out inappropriate things. Of course, and you yeah. went, you made a hilarious book. It's very funny. I was reading through it and, uh, but, but it's clean. And so any kid of any age can, can get in and read it. So just good job and, and God bless you for it. Oh, thank you know. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Cause it's, it, it is really hard to balance out uh, clean, clean, I guess, clean material and entertainment and joke books are one of those things that um, especially the, the clean joke books, you know, um, those are the kinds that are entertaining. I remember when I was young, I loved, I think, you know, I, some fiction books and some story books like that, um, I didn't really like because they were plain out boring. Um, and that's a problem that I see nowadays. And, you know, who knows, maybe I will branch off into fiction. Um, I have been mm -hmm. kind of thinking about it. And of course, I would need to research more fiction um, because yeah. after all, I do mostly enjoy nonfiction um, type books, yeah. which uh, you're joking me is part of joke books are um, nonfiction books. But yeah, yeah. Um, it supports clean humor and, and it, it I think it engages um, it engages kids and it provokes curiosity within Absolutely. Words. Absolutely. So, That's yeah. so great. Well, I heard that one of the reasons why you have this great sense of humor 
is that your family, you guys like you, you are set out to always want a good laugh when you're together. And I can, ident I can identify, I can relate to that because that's the same thing when uh, I have two girls and when the four of us get together, it's always, we always making each other laugh. So tell me a little bit about how your family has influenced your, you know, your funny bone. <laughs> well, um, it's funny. Whenever I come up with a joke, the first person to laugh is normally my dad. And then <laughs> they're followed by my sister is giving me the look. If that makes sense <laughs> there, you know, they kind of look at me, roll their eyes. Um, you know, you, you should, you should hear me in the, in the mornings. Um, when I'm making breakfast, they'll say something like, um, Oh dad, can you pass me the butter? And I'm like, Oh, you butter not do that. I'll just come up, you know, say the random jokes like that. And it's, it's pretty fun. That is so cute. Well, so are you the type of guy that you wake up in the morning already, like super ready for the day with a great sense of humor? Are you like that? You know, I'm kind of a, a mix of a night owl and a morning person. I kind of like <laughs> staying up late and then I like mornings. Um, Although it, it sometimes does take me a little while to get up to get out of bed. But yeah, once breakfast rolls around, you know, I'm kind of up and at them. I, well, then I'm going to give you a little hint, which I'm sure your mom already did. Girls, they warm up a little slower in the morning. Sometimes they, they which you probably already know. They're like not, not quite ready. They're kind of in a mood in the morning when they first. Yeah. <laughs> Experience that with my sisters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about kids at school. You know, um, bullying and loneliness is such an issue, right? Mm -hmm. And kids, and you are at that age, middle school. Middle school can be such a tough time, right? So how can knowing a few jokes help some of these kids who are a little shyer make good friends? It's a good question. Um, I touch on this uh, quite a bit in my, you know, in, in general, but um, no, how I made friends and I'm not the most social person. Um, you would think I'm, you know, an extrovert. I'm kind of the life of the party, you know, sharing jokes. But most times in, you know, you'll see me in, in school. Um, I'll, I'll barely even talk to you. Um, that's, you know, even at lunch, I'll be sitting with my friends and I'll just kind of sit there and eat my lunch and, you know, not talk much. And I, I'm fine with it. Um, but how I make friends um, is with jokes. Sometimes. Um, you know, or how I strengthen friendships really, and is with jokes. And you can, and I know it's, it's hard for shy people um, to, you know, come go up to someone and tell a joke. Um, but it does really lighten the mood between you. It kind of shows, Hey, you're a fun person, you know? Um, but how I would start a friendship is by asking someone basic questions. For example, um, you ask, Hey, are you in band? Or are you in choir? Um, this is because, you know, this is middle school. Um, in, at my school, you either pick to do band or choir and say, Oh, I, you know, like, Oh, I'm in band. 
I'm like, okay, I'm in band too. And so from there, you can spark a, a conversation. Oh, what instrument do you play? Oh, I, I play tuba. Oh, okay, that's cool. I play saxophone. Um, and you can kind of go back and forth. Um, and then eventually that's when you go, oh, can I tell you a joke? And that's how you yes. really kick it off. So that's awesome. And uh, so if uh, I am sure that some of my audience are going to show this interview to their children. And so here's a great idea, guys, you know, get get William's book. Uh, you're going to get some fresh jokes that nobody has told you. And then that's a great icebreaker, right? So for, for you to make a good friend, or if you are in the midst of like a group of friends and, you know, you're kind of feeling awkward, hey guys, can I tell you this joke, you know, and tell one of, of William's jokes. I think that's a great idea, William. You know, you and I have that in common. I absolutely love make pe making people laugh, which people that follow me, like on my ministry, they probably don't know this, but if they've ever um heard me speak at a conference i just love i have also like a big funny bone and it's i love 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 making people laugh it's one of my biggest joys because it's such a crazy world right there's so much hurt out there so sometimes just to lighten up and say something funny or act funny be exactly. goofy and not not be afraid of being goofy right of Isn't course that yeah. important for kids too Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say one of my um, accomplishments in making people laugh um, is doing stand-up comedy with the mayor of Colorado Springs. Um, oh. it, it was the mayor's Young Leader Awards, right? And for the first opening thing, they had me go, um, it, you know, it was interesting. Um, work, you know, I'm kind of over here maybe doing a few interviews and stuff. And my publicist who, you know, is, lives in Michigan, um, you know, gets this email from the mayor's office, right. From Colorado. And he's like, Hey, can Will come down to, um, you know, co the comedy club and can he, you know, share a few jokes. Um, and so, you know, we're of course like, yeah, you know, let's do it. That that'll, that'll be fun. Um, and of course, I shared clean jokes with a bunch of people. And so, cause I see it a lot in stand-up comedy. It's, it's not clean whatsoever, you know? Absolutely. And so that, uh -huh. that you know, is probably one of my um, accomplishments is sharing clean jokes at a comedy club. So that is so, so cool. Thank well, you. you know, yeah. one of, one of the great things that inspired the name of my podcast is God sized stories, you know, and I'm always amazed of how God uses our gifts and our talents, our personalities to just point others to Jesus, point others to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in your case, you know, you, um, you are an inspiration to kids. And I'm sure that a lot of kids who sometimes are struggling, even deciding what who am I what you know what's my purpose so um let me ask you how do you encourage other kids to use their gifts and talents and to find out what they are best at that's a good question um I mainly encourage people um mainly my friends um because sometimes in and it I do it very sneakily um <laughs> a lot, you know, sometimes, you know, I spark a conversation with them and find out their interests. Right. 
And from there, I'll start talking to them about their interests. And, you know, as you talk more and more about it, this person's getting a thought into their head. Oh, okay. Maybe I can do this with this and and, and stuff. And I'll kind of, you know, give them some ideas. Um, but even now, um, I encourage a lot of people um, to write, a lot of uh, young people. Um, in fact, I was, see, not too long ago, I had a, a Zoom call with a uh, fourth grade class, um, you know, across Neat. the country from me. Um, and it was, it was nice because um, the teacher was saying that, you know, a few days later, these two girls who were friends started coming up with a story with each other. Um, and even one kid that wasn't too, that wasn't as nice to her was being nicer. So, you oh, know, I have, that's, you know, I encourage a lot of people and I, I realize that and I try to even grow myself and my own talents. I still have a, a long way to go. So. Right. You're just beginning, right? Pretty much. But, yes. But yeah. it, it's so, so awesome that, I mean, you are young, but you not only already have something that is making a difference in the world, but you already have a good idea of what you want to do when you grow up. And that's wonderful. And I know that that has a lot to do with your the wonderful family that God put you in with the parents you have and grandparents and everything. Let me ask you, who is your biggest inspiration, William? My biggest inspiration would definitely be my father and my grandfather. Um, like I said earlier, my father's probably the first to laugh at my jokes because um, we kind of share the same humor. Um, oh. And even my grand, my grandfather, he loves joke telling. Um, so yeah. um, we, we were... Um, We were actually there um, at their or my grandparents' house. Um, it's it's north of Atlanta in uh, yeah, Dalton. I know, I know Helen. They are yes, yes, yes. I'm, Helen McIntosh. Yes, yes. She, uh, she's, she's my grandmother. She right. uh, co-authored a book with my mom, um, but her her husband, um, who is um, yeah, my her husband, my you know grandfather. Um, he he has. Um, great you know humor as well we love to share jokes with each other um yeah awesome well it, it is great that the two of the biggest male roles in your in your life which is your dad and your grandpa and your grandfather mm -hmm. that they are your biggest inspiration so very neat that that you can that you can say that uh last question to you i heard i saw on your mom's uh social media this week that you came across your book at the airport in Atlanta. How cool. You know, and she said something that she always wanted to see that about her book. I have always wanted to see my book in one of those. How on earth did you get that, boy? I'm I'm like, you, you are way ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty complicated. Um One of my mom's author friends um, works or is friends with the um, president of Choice Books, okay. uh, the people who supply airports. And yeah. so we gave him um, a signed copy to give to the, you know, the president. And of course, you know, we come back a month later and, you know, a few days ago 
and we, you know, we're kind of, we're, you know, going up the escalator and stuff and we're kind of walking through um, concourse and then, you know, we just decide, yeah, you know, let's, you know, check a few of these uh, bookshops, right. Or these uh, snack shops. And so we go in and sure enough on the little uh, spinny rack, there it is just on the top shelf. So (laughs) that is so cool. That was really what a great surprise, huh? Yeah. I'm so, so grateful. So grateful. Well, tell me, tell me one of your favorite jokes. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) You know, a lot of, a lot of people ask me to tell jokes and there's one that I mostly always go to. Why should you have five quarters instead of five pennies? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It makes more sense. <laughs> Very good. It definitely makes more sense. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Well, uh, tell me, William, how can people connect with you and where can they purchase a copy of You Are Joking Me? That's great. Um on my Facebook is the William Daniel and my Instagram, the William Daniel author. Um, and I've even branched out into YouTube as the William Daniel as well. Um, places that you can buy my book, anywhere that books are sold, whether that's Barnes and Noble, Walmart, online store, Target online store, um, the Atlanta airport, like I mentioned earlier. (laughs) And yeah. Awesome. Well, I will put all that information in my show notes to make sure that people can connect with you. And mom or dad, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure to get a copy of this great book for your kids, your grandkids, and uh, and just share this interview. It's an inspiration for young kids to know that, yeah, it's never too early, right, for you to start doing something to make a difference in the world. So very proud of you, William. And it was such a blessing to to get to meet you and I meet another, you know, I'm I'm kind of becoming a big fan of your entire family. I've already met, of course, your mom, your grandmother, now you. So I'll, I hope to end up interviewing everybody. <laughs> well, good. God bless you. And thank you so much for taking the time and and talking to me today. Yes, you too. Thank you. All right. Bye, honey. See ya. All right. Goodbye. Oh, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with uh, William Daniel, and hopefully your children enjoyed it too. So don't forget to share this episode on social media for a chance to win a copy of your Joking Me. And until we meet again right here, May God bless and strengthen you as you write your own God-sized story. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.